So today I want to talk a bit about what to expect from Apple this year, 2022, because I think this year when it comes to things that Apple's going to be announcing, this year is probably going to be the most exciting year for Apple in a long time. So let's talk about it. So first off, let's talk about the current time. I'm going to call this the winter, the early winter time of this year. Or let's just say January and February. What should we expect from Apple in January and February? Let's just say not a lot. In fact, don't really expect anything, really. Um, January, expect probably... New software updates, iOS 15.3 probably coming out later this month. And early February, maybe the beta of iOS 15.4, which is what I'm going to say is the uh, is going to be the big spring release that Apple's going to be releasing. The reason why I say that is because normally, um, like every spring, Apple has a big release or big iOS release. Um, in 20. Uh, 16 it was ios 9.3 with night shift and uh, so a couple other things uh, 2017 was ios 10.3 which i forgot what that added <laughs> um, but that's some pretty big things uh, from what i remember but i kind of forgot about some things um 2018 was ios 11.3 11.3 added um, the battery health feature that we still have in iOS today. 2019 was iOS 12.2, which added the redesigned Apple TV app. And 2020 was iOS 13.4, which, um, if I remember correctly, I think that was... <laughs> I think there was, like, code referencing car key a couple months before it was even added. And um, 13.4 also added, for iPadOS, it added trackpad support, which was huge. So, yeah, and for the HomePod, they even changed the HomePod software from uh, iOS to tvOS, so, yeah. And uh, 2021 was iOS 14.5. Uh, 14.5 obviously added the Unlock with Apple Watch feature and a couple other things as well. 2022, I'm expecting that to be iOS 15.4, iPadOS 15.4, macOS 12.3, yeah, 12.3, and whatever the next watch list is, I kind of, I honestly kind of, uh, I kind of, I honestly kind of just uh, lost track of uh, watch OS stuff and tvOS fifteen point four as well. So what should we expect um, with uh, tvOS, iPadOS, iOS, macOS, watchOS? I don't know why I said that order. I would say probably a lot of new features. Most spe- so sp- I can't speak. <laughs> Most specifically, um, Universal Control, which was previewed for many months. Apple said that was coming out uh, at launch with iPadOS and macOS, Monterey, and iPadOS 15. Nope. They they said later, later this fall. Nope. And now they say spring, which spring most likely is obviously iOS 15 or iPadOS 15.4 and macOS Monterey. 12.3, which, honestly, I can't wait for Universal Control to come out. I've been waiting so long. Just release it already, for God's sake, please. I mean, it's it was working in, like, early betas, so why not release it right now? I, I have no idea. So, yeah, there you go. That's what uh, we could expect. Um, there's obviously going to be other changes, but we don't know those changes yet, so, yeah. Um, but there's also something else that I think could be coming out in February, don't quote me on this, but maybe, just maybe, because obviously February is, you know, uh, Black History Month. And last year in February, Apple launched the Black Unity edition of the Apple Watch Series 6. And uh, that uh, was a new watch band and a new um, Series 6 casing, which was very similar to the regular Series 6 casing, except it was the space gray one and had black unity engraved on the back so yeah they might do that with the series 7 this year this year so maybe at the end of january apple might announce like hey there is going to be an apple watch series 7 black unity edition along with maybe a new watch band maybe they might make a solo loop version 
of it or maybe a sport loop or maybe uh, 41 and 45 millimeter versions even though the 40 and 44 millimeter versions still is fit um but the 41 and 45 millimeter versions could you know be updated and so yeah that could happen uh don't quote me on that but that could potentially happen um so that's what we could expect march though march through may let's just say that time period march through may that is going to be um crazy so i don't know why i said it like that basically um march is when i'm expecting the event that apple's gonna have um in march um the reason why i'm suspecting march is because well last year i think the reason why apple had in april was because of like supply shortages and things like that like the 12.9 inch ipad pro mini led display was very like a back like very much uh, in supply shortages that's why if you were pre-ordering a 12.9 inch ipad pro early in the morning on april 30th when the pre-orders went live within like i think 10 minutes the, they were already back ordered to like way back to like july <laughs> and the pre-orders were in april so that was uh that was pretty back ordered and um so um and things also probably also like i was 14.5 being pushed back due to you know facebook <laughs> facebook being uh being weird and um possibly other couple a uh, couple other things maybe air tags could be another reason why we had an april event because of all the antitrust issues and things like that and so they had to push those back and so yeah there there was a lot of like events relating and so they had to push back everything everything to april instead of march um and that's why john prosser lost his eyebrows but anyway <laughs> but anyway i'm pretty sure it's gonna come back to march this year this year uh i can't speak right now <laughs> I'm, I'm, it's weird i'm expecting probably middle or late march so maybe march 15th the 22nd or the 29th uh somewhere around that time frame 20 15th through 29th maybe somewhere around that um and what we could expect at um these events by the way we should also expect invites a week or so early early uh before we at <laughs> the event happens so like a week before the event happens we should get invites um so yeah that's what we should expect and um uh, what uh, we should expect in the springtime is, first off, potentially, potentially new iPhone 13 and 13 mini color. Which, the reason why I'm thinking that is because last year in April, we got a new iPhone 12 color, purple. And so maybe a purple 13, purple 13 mini, purple iPhone 13, something like that. Maybe new pro colors, maybe the matte black and bronze that was leaked. Um, maybe we could also see potentially, uh, the orange color come to the iPhone 13 and 13 mini, something like that. Uh, just like some type of new color probably coming to iPhone 13, 13 mini, maybe 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max, but that's pretty unlikely. So, yeah, that's what we could expect for that. For something else iPhone related is iPhone SE 3, iPhone SE 3rd generation. And this is going to be a pretty disappointing, underwhelming, um, uh, I don't know what to say, world, world disappointing, worldwide disappointing, disappointing the entire state, disappointing your entire family. I'm just kidding. <laughs> iPhone SE 3 is going to be pretty disappointing. It's going to be pretty disappointing upgrade. Because all we're getting is the exact same design as the iPhone SE 2, except with an A15 chip, 5G, and potentially a bigger battery. Um, that's kind of unlikely, or maybe it might happen. I'm guessing it should happen because, you know, <laughs> the iPhone SE has probably, I would probably say, the worst battery life of any modern day, modern day $400 phone, like potentially probably the worst battery life on a $400 phone. Probably that is a fact. It could be the worst battery life on a $400 phone. It's terrible battery life. It's only lasts like three hours of screen on time. Um, 
yeah, it's uh, it was pre- it's a pretty bad battery life, and so I'm pretty sure we could potentially see a bigger battery because 5G takes up a crap ton of battery life. So maybe we could see bigger battery, but who knows? Maybe that could happen. Maybe not. Who knows? So yeah, bigger battery potentially a 15 four core GPU version. Don't expect five core obviously because that's what's there for a pros. Um, and um. Uh, 5G modem, probably the Qualcomm X60 modem because that's more energy efficient um, and that makes sense for a small phone like the SE and potentially same $400 price tag, maybe new colors, maybe MagSafe, but kind of unlikely again. So yeah, I expect some some of those to happen. Um, so yeah, the iPhone SE 3, um, if you're expecting a March 15th event, I'm pretty sure maybe friday march 18th um pre-orders and march 25th release maybe if we're expecting a march <laughs> march 22nd event and maybe march 25th pre-orders and april 1st launch date it's launching on april fool's day very ironic um if it's march 29th then pre-orders april 1st and then um release on april 8th so something some, somewhere around that time frame so yeah that's uh iphone now, uh, here's something a bit unlikely or kind of mixed, iPad. So, the iPad, there's potentially two models that could be coming out, but um, they might, they're definitely probably not going to be launching at the same exact time. Uh, it's either going to be a new iPad Air or new iPad Pros. Let's start with the iPad Air. iPad Air is expected to have potentially dual cameras without lidar um we don't know about that yet but but maybe um could also probably expect most uh definitely uh 5g because the ipad mini got it um a15 um but that could be also pushed back to september but we don't know we'll get into that a bit later so a15 a16 uh maybe probably same amount of ram um couple other things, maybe center stage, or yeah, definitely center stage on the camera, because the base model iPad even got it, and um, the new iPad mini style colors, starlight, purple, space gray, and pink, uh, those new colors, and uh, that's about it for the iPad Air. Uh, again, kind of a disappointing update. There was supposed to be OLED, but um, that was pushed back to 2024, so that's not going to be coming out for another two years. And 2024 seems like a ways away, even though it's only two years, so, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, that's uh, potentially iPad Air, but iPad Pro is m- more likely because um, ever since 2020, we've got an iPad Pro update in spring. And potentially, this is probably Apple's new strategy where we get an iPad Pro in spring and then base model iPad in September and iPad Air, iPad Mini also in September. That's, I think, probably Apple's strategy with iPad now. Um, so, yeah, we could potentially see iPad Pro. Uh, what's rumored is potentially titanium chassis, which is <laughs> going to be uh, pretty strong. And also potentially glass back as well with MagSafe. Not the MacBook-style MagSafe the the iPhone style Mac says that's going to be pretty interesting um and probably a couple other things definitely M2 chip because current iPad Pro M1 definitely M2 next um and uh, uh potentially also a couple other changes that we probably don't know about uh 11 inch model going to have mini LED um that's that's been I uh, pretty obvious since uh since the 12.9 inch got mini LED, the reason why I'm pretty sure the 11 inch didn't get it is because, well, uh, shortages, the supply shortages for 12.9 inches, so there was, possibly, there was no possible way they can do it on two separate sizes at the time, but now pretty sure things have cooled down a bit, so now they can do it for both. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's going to be probably iPad Pro. Potentially, maybe same price. Actually, no, I don't think same prices because the 11 inch is getting mini LED. So potentially $900 for the 11 inch and 1100 for the 12.9 inch. That's probably going to be pricing now. And um, again, probably same pre-orders as the SE that I mentioned. So yeah. And um, 
There could also be, this is probably going to be the most exciting part of the event, new Macs. So first off is iMac Pro. I'm pretty sure this is going to be the most likely Mac to be announced at the event, iMac Pro. So what could we expect with iMac Pro? Well, first off is the same 27-inch display size as the current 27-inch iMac. This is going to be a replacement to the 27-inch iMac. It's going, to be it's going to be on top of the 24-inch. So it's going to be 24-inch iMac, 27-inch iMac Pro. Um, the iMac Pro will have a, will have a new uh, display. So it's going to be the same 27 inches, except it's going to be a 24-inch style bezel. It's not going to be white bezels. It's going to be black bezels. And with uh, uh, space gray and silver colors, and um, it's gonna be twenty seven inches, obviously as mentioned, and it it's also gonna have mini LED technology as well. So it's gonna be the biggest mini LED display Apple's gonna make, and potentially as well, potentially uh, Face ID. Dylan DKT, a uh, pre available Twitter leaker, has said Face ID is in testing. That doesn't mean it's going to happen, but it's potential so we could see that we could not who knows um and um yeah that's probably what you're gonna expect and obviously m1 pro and m1 max chips uh those are gonna be in this new imac and it's also gonna have new th- uh, gonna most likely have three or four thunderbolt ports my bet's on three probably same io layout as the new macbook pro so Three Thunderbolt ports and an HDMI and SD card slot and headphone jack. Maybe it might be thicker, so the headphone jack's on the back, but we don't know about that. So, yeah, iMac Pro, that's what we could expect. And I'm pretty sure pricing is probably going to be $2,000 or uh, $2,300. Current 27-inch iMac starts at $1,800, but... That's for a pretty bad configuration. It starts with 8 gigs of RAM for $1,800. And that's not even unified memory. And the 14-inch MacBook Pro starts off with 16 gigs of RAM and starts at $2,000. So maybe we could see $1,999 or maybe $1,800. But that's with like the BIN um, processor, the BIN GPU, BIN CPU, the 8-core CPU and 14-core GPU, and the 16 gigs of RAM, 512 gigs storage. Maybe that... And then twenty two ninety nine gets you the M one Pro with the ten core, sixteen core GPU, and uh, higher storage, higher not higher RAM, but yeah, higher storage and things like that. And then M one Max obviously as well. So yeah, we could see that at the event as well. Potentially same pre order times as the iPhone SE and iPad Pro I mentioned, and iPad Air potentially as well. Um, and we could also potentially see as well MacBook Air, a MacBook Air refresh. Um, I'm honestly hoping that this doesn't happen because I literally just got a MacBook Air and having this launch four months after I got it is going to be kind of, that's going to hurt. <laughs> Hope to God that they don't release it this spring, but if they do release it this spring, then we could potentially see new colors, completely redesigned by the way, completely redesigned and a lot of new colors de- designed after the 24-inch iMac. And it's going to have colors, a lot of colors, potentially the same colors as 24-inch iMac. And uh, we could also see uh, MagSafe, MagSafe as well, USB-C on each side, and uh, probably not the new headphone jack that the MacBook Pro got because that's a pro feature. And it's going to be insanely thinner from the renders that we've seen. It's going to be like... I'm pretty sure it's going to be, obviously, it's a laptop, so it needs a keyboard as well. And so maybe it might be, like, a similar thickness to, like, maybe just, it could be slightly thicker than, like, an iPhone. That, that It's going to be that thin from what the renders have seen. Like, I have, I have the current M1 MacBook Air render, and it's already insanely thin. I, it, this This thing is going to be insanely thin. Um, it's not going to be the wedge shape as we currently have as well, but it's going to be, you know, much thinner and, and, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty insane. And, um, it's going to have obviously the Thunderbolt 4 ports. It's going to have potentially mini LED 14 inch or 13 inch display. We don't know. White bezels with a white keyboard. Um, but the dilemma is if it, this thing's going to have a notch or not, because, 
it's kind of weird. Dillian DKT says that's going to have white bezels with a notch, but here's, here's the problem with that. Um, how are they going to black out the notch if you full screen? Because with the MacBook Pro right now, if you full screen, then they do something clever where it blacks out the top portion of the display, so it is basically just looks like a uh, physical bezel. But if they, and because it's mini LED, then, well, that bezel looks real, and uh, because the blacks are actually black. But if they, if they, um, if they do that with a white notch, then how are they going to do that? Do that because if they they can't white out the top, or else you'll see you'll still see the black line that goes around it. Like for those of you who don't know, if you go if you use white bezels, if you've seen on white bezel Apple products, then you'll notice that there is a black line separating the display and the um, the bezel, and so um, you can't get rid of that. And so how are they going to? How are they gonna do that? How are they gonna hide it? How, how, how are they gonna hide the notch? You can't white it out, or else you still see the black line. They obviously can't black it out. So, what are they gonna do? <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of hard to decide right now. And um, yeah, that's probably everything. That's <laughs> it's it's pretty weird. <laughs> it's pretty weird. Um, we don't know yet. There could be white bezels with a white notch or they could make a notch as a selling point for the pros or like okay if you want um a little bit of extra bezel in or a little bit of less bezel in the menu bar and the rounded corners then you can go with a macbook pro but if you want a but if you want something cheaper then you can go with the macbook air which would still have like a physical bezel at the top that could potentially happen as well and um, or we could potentially say just black bezels with a notch. We don't know, uh, or maybe black bezel forehead. We don't know. It's uh, kind of hard to decide. Um, so yeah, that's what we could expect with uh, the MacBook or MacBook Air, and obviously M two chip as well. Which the M two chip is rumored to have a. Uh, it's rumored to have a, uh, same or like a same CPU layout, eight core CPU. Um, and uh, if it's going to be the Ice Storm and Firestorm, or not Ice Storm and Firestorm, it's Avalanche and Blizzard. Avalanche and Blizzard, of course, from the A15 chip, A15 Bionic chip, and um, it's going to replace, obviously, the Firestorm Ice Storm, of course, that we currently have with the um, with the um, M1 chip, and so that's going to be M2 chip. And uh, here's actually something that I've uh, done the math about, which is the performance upgrade uh, when it comes to CPU performance for the M2 chip. So the M2 chip is uh, obviously going to have those faster, or I can't speak, Blizzard and Avalanche cores on um, on the chip. And so I did some of the math, and um, I wanted to see how, about, how much of a performance difference it is. When it goes from the A14 to the A15, the performance difference is around 15.73%. And that's around the difference that you'll have from the A14 to the A15 chip. And um, and so if we do the math on that, then that would mean that the M2 chip would... So the M1 chip currently uh, does 7,422 on Geekbench. The M2 chip would do 8,589 on Geekbench multicore. So that would be pretty pretty big difference Um when it comes to CPU performance. So it'll still be slower than the, even the base model M1 Pro chip, uh, the 8-core CPU one, but it's going to be a pretty big performance difference from the M1. It's only 15.73 to 73%, I can't speak. But um, it's still a pretty big difference. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, that's what we could expect when it comes to performance difference for the M2 chip. And um, so, yeah, that's what we could see. And um, it's going to have an upgrade GPU, so it's going from the current one. Uh, current M1 chip has a binned 7-core GPU, but there's also the upgrade option to 8-core GPU. Uh, the M2 chip is going to have another binned processor, or, but another binned GPU, which is going to be 9 cores, but there's also an upgrade 10-core one as well. So there you go, that's going to be <laughs> that's gonna be the chips for the M2 chip. 
And, um, yeah, that's what you could expect from Mac Laguerre. Maybe price increase, maybe not. Who knows? And so, yeah, we could expect that, again, uh, as that event. And so we could expect that at the event and uh, potentially same pre-order times, as I mentioned. And we could also expect one more thing, which is the Mac Mini. The Mac Mini uh, apparently has had some production issues, but that could uh, potentially be solved now with the uh, with it launching in spring. And so what this is going to have is going to be having a thinner design. Um, it's going to be the M1 Pro and M1 Max Mac Mini. So this is going to be the replacement to the current Intel Mac Mini, which you can still buy uh, to this day. Um, don't know why, but you can still buy it. But that is a sign that it's going to be, it's going to have a replacement soon. And so the Mac Mini is going to, and the Mac Mini is going to have um, a thinner design, the new Mac Mini, the redesigned one, it's gonna have a thinner design with a plexiglass-like top on it, so it's gonna be, like, glass-like top on it, and that's gonna replace, like, the current aluminum top, it's gonna have an aluminum border, but, uh, it's gonna have a glass-like top on, uh, on it, and, um, it's gonna be kind of reminiscent of the original Mac Mini design, if you remember those, and, um, gonna have a lot of new io it's gonna have the same magnetic power connector as the as the uh, as the 24 inch imac it's gonna have four thunderbolt ports a couple us or two usba and i think hdmi as well along with i think ethernet um if i remember correctly Uh, excuse me but yeah that's what we could expect for a mac mini when it comes to io and obviously m1 pro m1 max chip potentially starting at eleven hundred dollars as the current mac mini so yeah, a Mac Mini is going to be pretty pretty good upgrade. It's going to be a very, very, very good deal. So yeah, Mac Mini potentially coming out as well. And so, yeah, that's what you could expect in spring. That, oh my god, this is already 26 minutes and we only got through spring. Oh my god, this is probably going to be the longest podcast episode ever. Um, When it comes to April and May, probably nothing special. Then maybe new software updates, maybe iOS 15.5, maybe, but yeah. All right, June through August. Now, June is obviously yearly tradition, WWDC time. So I'm expecting WWDC to be held on January, or not January, June 6th through June 10th. Um, For those who don't know, WWDC is obviously a week-long event, not just a keynote that happens. Um, It's... uh, a week-long event so that developers can get their apps ready for the new software um, and potentially new hardware as well. So, And uh, you can get hands-on with all the new technologies that Apple has with the new software and things like that. It's it's a, it's a week-long event, and there's a reason why it's a week-long event. And obviously, the awards for like the different apps um, as well um, that they have, it's, it's, it's insane. And so June 6th, I think what most people are going to care about and um obviously iOS sixteen coming out. Um don't have a lot of rumors about that yet. But uh, what I wanna see is hopefully <laughs> I hope to God that they make it more stable because iOS right now, iOS fifteen, very unstable. So 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 unstable. It's um yeah, super super crappy. Um we could potentially see the CSAM features, which I hope that those I mean like for those who don't remember, uh, basically Apple announced new features to combat CSAM, which is child sexual abuse material. It's a it's a long story, but basically, um, it's about you know, uh, I don't I, I don't know how to describe. It's basically, uh, Apple is gonna be like scanning your iCloud photo library to find pictures of child sexual abuse material, which is, again, kind of feels a bit icky because that very much downgrades Apple's privacy stance, and so, yeah, it's gonna be, it's pretty weird, so, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it, a lot of people also don't know how to feel about it, um, um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be potentially happening in iOS 16, they said that it was gonna be coming out in a later update to iOS 15, but it could be potentially an iOS 16 thing now, so, I don't know. They removed all mentions of it on the website, so maybe they might cancel the feature altogether. Maybe not. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, that 
potentially might happen. There's also rumors of a car accident feature where if you go into a car accident, then your iPhone, kind of like the fall detection on the Apple Watch, where the fall detection on the Apple Watch, if you fall down, then uh, your Apple Watch will detect that you fell down and uh, it will start it. It will let you know that you fell that fell down, and uh, it will give you a one minute counter <laughs> before you uh, call nine one one. So, uh, so yeah, if you get into any like troubles, and so yeah, that could potentially happen with a car accident feature. Or if you run into a car accident, um, or a car crash, then your iPhone will detect it, and it will automatically call emergency services for you. So. That would be very cool. And um, we could also, this could finally be the year that the iPhone 6S, 6S Plus, iPhone SE first gen, uh, two, uh, 2015 and 2016 iPad Pros, iPad Mini 4 and iPad Air 2 and iPad 5th gen all finally get dropped because, you know, they're on A9 or even A8 or A8X chips and so... Yeah, it's uh, it's been a long it's been a long ride of those devices, but they're getting old. They're getting kind of slow, so it makes sense why they're gonna drop it off. And with this, every with iOS sixteen, every iPhone that's gonna be supported with iOS sixteen will not have a headphone jack. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be a big milestone. <laughs> and uh, every iPhone that's gonna be supported with iOS sixteen will not have a physical home button. You'll either have the solid-state home button that we currently have with the iPhone SE and the iPhone 7 and later, iPhone 8 and iPhone SE 2nd gen, iPhone SE 3rd gen coming up, or a swipe-up gestures. Um, and so, yeah, that's and that's potentially going to be happening. Um, so, yeah, that's going to be iOS 16. iPadOS 16, uh, like I mentioned, those devices um, that I mentioned, the iPad... 2015 and 2016 iPad Pros, the 12.9-inch 1st gen, and the 9.7-inch iPad Pros getting dropped with with uh, support, potentially, and uh, iPad 5th gen as well, and obviously iPad Mini 4 and iPad Air 2. So, yeah, that's potentially going to be happening, and um, hopefully we get some more, hopefully we get some more the features that make iPadOS better, because right now iPadOS not a computer replacement by any means. I mean, like, it's a computer replacement for some people, but for most people that want to do, like, actual work, nah, nah, fam. <laughs> so, yeah, iPad, iPad OS 16, hopefully some actually useful <laughs> features for the iPad. Um, and uh, Mac OS, Mon- or not Mac OS, Monterey, Mac OS 13, which has been rumored to be called Mammoth, which... Uh, the main reason why Apple called macOS Big Sur, Big Sur, um, Apple said that the reason why they called it Big Sur, if you rewatch WWDC, then you'll notice that they called it Big Sur because it was a big release, because it was obviously a huge redesign. And so Mammoth kind of indicates that macOS 13 is going to be a pretty big upgrade. And so, again, we don't know a lot about that, but when it comes to supported devices... Um, right now with macOS, uh, Monterey, macOS 12, uh, we currently have, I think, the 2015 MacBook Pros or later, uh, I think also the 2014, the late 2014 Mac Mini or later, yeah, I think also the 2016 12-inch MacBook or later, and I think the 2015 iMac or later, I'm pretty sure the late 2015 iMac or later, um, and I think also a couple others, the 2013 Mac Pro or later, MacBook Air 2015 or later, and um, a couple of things, <laughs> a couple of things, well, obviously iMac Pro as well. And so we could potentially see uh, Mac OS uh, 13 potentially drop. Maybe we could see 2016 or later Macs now. So maybe MacBook Pro would be 2016 or later. Uh, MacBook Air, I mean, MacBook Air, it would be 2018 or later, but um, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we're nearing the end, like the end of the Apple Silicon transition because of things that I'm going to talk about later in uh, WWDC. But uh, because we're nearing the end of the Apple Silicon transition, I'm pretty sure macOS 13 Mammoth is going to be the second to last Intel supported macOS release, and then macOS 14 will still support some Intel Macs. But then macOS 15, 
gone. All Intel Macs gone. I'm pretty sure Mac was 15 is going to be all Apple Silicon based. And so, yeah, we're nearing the end of the Apple Silicon transition. And so I'm pretty sure 2016 MacBook Pro or later. Um, if they drop MacBook Air, then it's going to be 2018 MacBook Air or later. For Mac Mini, they um, it would be 2018 Mac Mini or later. The 2013 Trash Can Mac Pro still has some life in it. Um, I mean, like, the maxed out model is kind of, <laughs> I think, rivals or is, like, close to the M1 when it comes to performance. But, again, that's the maxed out model, and it also has a couple of reliability issues. And so, I don't think, um, I don't think they could potentially drop it, the, the 20, uh, 2013 Mac Pro. Um, and might maybe just be a 2019 and 2021 or 2022 one, which we'll talk about in a second hit in a week. And for iMacs, it would be the 2017 iMac later and so, um, so yeah it's gonna be a lot of devices dropped and potentially also the 12 inch MacBook it would potentially be a 2017 12 inch MacBook later maybe they might even drop the 12 inch MacBook altogether we don't know um uh, so yeah there could be a lot of Macs dropped with Mac OS Mammoth uh but we don't know so yeah that could uh, happen um and with uh Watch OS 9 um could potentially see a couple of new features again we don't know a lot about that yet uh, um i hope to god i'm praying to the heavens that the apple watch series 3 finally gets dropped because the series 3 is way too old i mean like it like it's just like it's unacceptable for them to still be keeping it around because the series 3 is a pain for Apple Watch developers, because now with the reintroduction of the Apple Watch Series Seven, there are six supported Apple Watch uh, screen sizes. There's the thirty-eight, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-four, and forty-five millimeter sizes. With the Series Eight Apple Watch, there's rumored to be another size coming to the Apple Watch. I'm like, just drop the damn series 3 already what is the point of it nobody's buying it it's only 80 dollars less than the apple watch SE, and it's a much worse experience so maybe potentially the week before wwdc we could see the series 3 dropped um or maybe it's series 3 completely discontinued off the website but again this is the same guy who said that last year and so don't trust me <laughs> i'm kidding um Sometimes you can trust me, but a lot of times probably not. Uh, but yeah, it's just like at this point, just drop the Series Three already. There's no point in the lineup, and uh, uh, maybe drop the price of the SE to like two forty nine or two twenty nine. Uh, nah, that would probably cannibalize Series Seven sales by a lot. <laughs> but yeah, Series Three potentially discontinued. Hope to God it gets discontinued. Maybe the car crash detection as well coming to the Apple Watch. I mean the Apple Watch definitely has the hardware for it because you know it has the fall detection feature and so um probably also the um <laughs> probably also the obviously the uh car crash detection feature so yeah we could potentially see that as well on the apple watch and um so yeah we could see that um um uh what else oh yeah tvos tvos i'm not expecting a lot tvos is always boring every year so <laughs> probably not a lot with that um and uh is there any other software uh, yeah i've covered ios ipad os mac os watch our stereo so yeah all the software there and um when it comes to hardware this is where it got serious because now let's talk about uh some mac hardware specifically this is the event that i think apple will finally complete the Apple Silicon transition, and uh, with this event, uh, I'm expecting the Mac Pro, yes, the Mac Pro with Apple Silicon to be finally announced. Uh, this is something that I've, this is probably the Mac that I'm second most excited for. Most excited for is the M2 MacBook Air because that thing looks amazing in the renders. This is probably the Mac that I'm second most excited for for the year because it's going to be the most powerful Mac yet, and. Uh, it's going to be a big upgrade because, well, just shrinking down to size. So now it's going to be 
a reminiscent of a cube size so it's gonna be reminiscent of the power mac g4 cube and uh, i'm all down for it obviously it's not gonna be like the clear design with the polycarbonate sides and plastic sides and things like that but uh, it's gonna be aluminum then obviously but uh yeah we could potentially see that along with probably maybe one last intel mac pro but at this point just like why <laughs> if they're if i mean like this if they just want to make an intel mac pro then just keep around the current mac pro <laughs> just keep around the current mac pro i mean like if people want an intel machine then just keep around the current mac pro maybe discontinue some of like the cpu options and a couple of the gpu options um but yeah just keep around the current mac pro if people want an intel machine um <laughs> but yeah that could uh but yeah we could see this new mac pro with uh, the new processors, which the new processors are rumored to be two different processors, where but it could potentially be four different processors. We could potentially see a new, or we or or what's rumored is going to be a new M1 Max Duo and M1 Max Quad processors, which I'm uh, tentatively going to be calling the M1 Duo and the M1 Quad. Because I think that's going to be a pretty simple naming. It's very straight to the point because, you know, um, it's M1 Max times 2 and M1 Max times 4. But um, judging by the current M1 uh, Max uh, specs, we could potentially see with the M1 Max Duo or the M1 Duo, we could potentially see a 20-core CPU, which... <laughs> or. Yeah, 20 core CPU, which 16 of those cores are high performance cores, and four of them are high efficiency cores. And those cores are going to be very powerful cores, obviously, because they're going to give me the M1 Max uh, cores. And um, yeah, we could see that along with a, along with the current M1 Max chip has 24 32 core GPU. And so if we times that by two, it could be either a 48 core GPU or 64 core GPU on this new on this new one. And um, not only that, but the M1 Max already had an upgraded ProRes engine. This is going to be that ProRes engine times two. And so it's uh, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. <laughs> and um, uh, currently with the M1 Max uh, or currently with the M1 Max chip, you can have 30 streams of 4K video. Uh, 4K ProRes video or eight stream or seven streams of 8K video. Um, potentially, if we times that by two, it could be 60 streams of 4K and 14 streams of 8K. And wait till we see that M1 quad chip because uh, that's gonna be even more insane. But yeah, and uh, we could also see obviously with this thing getting the dual M1 Maxes, we could also see. A 32-core neural engine as well. <laughs> it's all going to be insane. <laughs> so, yeah. It's 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 going to be pretty insane. And then the M1 Quad... The M1 Quad would potentially have 40... 40 CPU cores. 32 of them high-performance. 8 of them high-efficiency cores. And um, it's also going to potentially have... It's also going to potentially have a... Um, 96 or 128 core GPU. Just saying that sounds so insane. And then potentially a 64, yeah, 64 core neural engine. <laughs> In the ProRes, uh, the ProRes encoder times two or 10, the ProRes encoder times four. And so that would potentially be 120 streams of 4k ProRes video or 28 streams of 8k that's just saying that's insane oh my god so yeah we could potentially see that and i'm pretty sure maybe maybe some pcia expansion um slots um it's probably going to be obviously a gpu is going to be internal because <laughs> because you know that GPU, like, that GPU is going to be insane. I can't wait to see the power in that GPU. But, like, that GPU is obviously going to be internal because it's built into the silicon. And so, maybe those PCIe slots are going to be for, you know, um, just, like, some, like, I don't know, capture cards and, like, 
external SSDs, but at the same time, like, it's going to be much smaller than the current Mac Pro, and so, and so, like, the PCI expansion is going to be pretty limited, and so, yeah, and it's pretty, it's pretty hard to decide right now, but, yeah, that's, uh, that's what, that's, that's what that could be, and, um, we could also potentially see, um, some new cooling, obviously, because, you know, this is going to be pretty insane. <laughs> it's going to be pretty insane. And we could also potentially see, this is going to be a shocker, a price decrease. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it's fairly expected because, well, Apple Silicon is much more efficient. And I'll see, and I'll see Apple's not going to be paying um, Intel or AMD for new, for the um, GPUs or CPUs. And um, the, this new Mac Pro will not have, obviously, it will not have um gpu cards it's like how the gpus um uh graphics cards in it it's gonna have the graphics built into a cpu and so and so um that could potentially make it cheap and obviously it's much less aluminum much less steel and so it's gonna be it's probably gonna be much cheaper i'm expecting probably so the current mac pro starts at six thousand dollars uh maybe it's gonna be a five thousand dollars or maybe even Four thousand, uh, five thousand or four thousand, maybe somewhere like that. I'm betting maybe five thousand. Um, if it's cheaper, then that's gonna be very, very surprising. Uh, but yeah, we could potentially see that. And also, this could potentially be that ProRes injury is probably gonna be the replacement to the afterburner card, which uh, yeah, that afterburner card, uh, <laughs> the afterburner card kind of looks like a ripoff after we see after what we've seen the M1 Max chip, which the M1 Max chip can do 30 streams of 4k and 7 streams of 8k meanwhile the afterburner can only do 12 streams of 4k and 3 streams of 8k mm. yeah <laughs> so yeah that's gonna be that's gonna be what that is and we have to get through this quickly because uh, the maximum recording for segments is gonna be 60 minutes so yeah we'll probably have to split this up into two parts <laughs> but um yeah, it's going to be with, that's going to be pretty exciting. And uh, we could also potentially see a lot of RAM in here. The cur currently with the M1, uh, currently with the Mac Pro, by the way, we currently have, um, we currently have up to 1.5 terabytes of RAM. Could you imagine 1.5 terabytes of unified memory in this Mac Pro? What would that what would that be like? That would be insane. That would be insane. 1.5 terabytes of unified memory. Just think about that for a second. That's going to be, that's going to be insane. Obviously, it's going to be like soldered, soldered, I can't speak, soldered on so you can't upgrade it um, because it's, it's unified memory. Maybe they might cheap out for the Mac Pro and just do, and just do, um, just do it um externally or like just do it with like the ram the ram dims and so yeah yeah they could do that but uh probably unlikely and so yeah we could potentially see that and um we could also potentially see a new or two new or three new displays alongside this new mac pro the first one is a new 24 inch display which is rumored to be uh, the new consumer display and it would have the same exact panel as the 24-inch iMac. Maybe white bezels, maybe something like that. And 24 inches, and it would be pretty cheap as well. And um, it would also potentially uh, be released alongside this Mac Pro. And uh, we could also see a 27-inch display, which is going to be the same panel as that new iMac Pro. And um, that's going to be 120 hertz as well, which I forgot to mention on the iMac Pro. That's going to be rumored to have 120 hertz. So, yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty exciting. And um, a new update to the Pro Display XDR, which that Pro Display XDR is going to have maybe um, maybe 120 hertz as well. Maybe actual mini LED technology because the current Pro Display XDR does mini LED in kind of a hacky way, which it's like a similar technology to mini LED, but, the, but it's not mini LED because uh the LEDs are too big to be classified as mini LED so yeah <laughs> so yeah that's um 
maybe actual real mini LED technology with U Prospect XDR and potentially also an A13 Bionic processor in the um, Prospect XDR for some reason, maybe to control the 120Hz display in the mini LED, the real mini LED. So yeah, that could potentially happen as well. And so, yeah, that's the displays. And uh, that's potentially all going to be released or uh, announced alongside the Mac Pro. It's going to be all probably shipping or the Pro XDR, the new one, and the Mac Pro are probably going to be shipping at the end of the year. The new consumer level displays are probably going to be released, uh, I'm pretty sure, at um, just like when they're announced. So yeah, that's going to be kind of cool. And so, yeah, expect that at WWDC. Um, for the rest of, yeah, that's going to be all of WWDC. For the rest of uh, July and August, probably nothing too exciting. But um, <laughs> but now, let's move on to September. So September is obviously iPhone month. And so what we could expect then is um, a event announcement on September 6th with an actual event on September 13th. And so what we could expect at the event, well, first off, iPads. So um, obviously iPad Air most likely announced that at the, at the September event, which that would probably have the A16 chip, probably announced the same style as the iPad mini, where they don't mention the chip at the start. But then if you look in the tech specs after the event concludes, then I'll say A16. And so iPad Air potentially announced at the event and, um, also, like I mentioned, obviously, earlier, all the specs. And uh, iPad 10th Gen as well announced at the event, which might have some design changes. We don't know at all, but I'm betting probably A14 or A15 chip um, in it. And uh, maybe upgrade to 4 gigs of RAM over 3 gigs. And uh, that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. That's all we could expect for the iPad for the iPad tension and um and now I guess we'll just move on to the Apple Watch uh series eight and Apple Watch S E and Apple Watch Extreme. Three Apple Watches in uh in uh, September. So Apple Watch S E second gen first off. Second gen S E is rumored or it hasn't really been rumored by a lot of things, but what I want Apple to do with the second gen S E is probably just do a series seven design so oh shoot i accidentally set off i accidentally set off siri um i accidentally set off siri <laughs> but yeah potentially an apple watch 37 design uh for the new apple watch se and um but without the always on display without the ecg um and um uh pro- probably things like that so yeah, without the ECG, without the always on display, but with the S seven chip, and um, yeah, pro- yeah, probably just um, <laughs> that pretty just basically just a series seven, but without uh the health the professional health features, and without the always on display and things like that. Maybe they might be always on display, but we don't. But most likely not. Um, and so yeah, that could be what the new SC is gonna be like. And for the Series 8, it's rumored to have some new health features, um, like glucose monitoring and things like that. And maybe new colors. So, yeah. Yeah, that we, that we could expect that for Series 8. And um, we could also expect, obviously, the rugged Apple Watch, which could be called Apple Watch Extreme. Maybe, a, maybe it could be, like, a version of the Apple Watch Series 8. But that could potentially be the flat model of the Apple Watch that's been rumored. So that could potentially be the flat Apple Watch that we've heard about for a long time. So, yeah, yeah, we could expect that as well. And so, yeah, we could all expect all of that uh, on September 13th for the event. Pre-order September 16th and release September 23rd. Um, so yeah, we could expect that. And um, for... Um, so that's basically what we could expect for Apple Watch. And now... The main event for that event, or I'm going to say probably maybe second main event. So let's talk about, let me go talk about that later on. So second main event is going to be iPhone. So we heard we're going to obviously start off with iPhone 14 and iPhone 14 Max. No iPhone mini, unfortunately. 
it would make all the sense this year, but for some reason they aren't doing it. It's stupid. Uh, but yeah. Um, yeah, so iPhone 14, iPhone 14 Max, 6.1, 6.7-inch displays, and that new iPhone 4 style design with the glass sandwich, and it's going to have uh, the uh, aluminum sides for this one, but titanium the pearls, we're going to talk about that in a second. A16 chip and um, a couple other features, maybe upgraded displays, but obviously, you know, it's going to be the bigger 6.7-inch display and the Max models, obviously, because it's a new one. And obviously upgrade cameras and um, maybe big batteries as well. And so, yeah, that's going to still have the notch. But uh, that's going to change with the iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max. Which those are rumored to have a pill-shaped hole punch cut out. Uh, with the same iPhone 4 style design as the regular 14s. And um, with the glass sandwich design, um, as we've seen in the renders by John Broster um, and, and renders by Ian. And so, yeah, we we could potentially see that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's going to look very good. And, um, yeah, I see a triple camera setup with uh, uh, better cameras. And so we're going to have 8K video on <laughs> on the iPhone 14, um, on the iPhone 14 uh, Pro and 14 Pro Max with a 48 megapixel sensor. Yeah, very big sensor. So, yeah, it's going to be a pretty big camera upgrade as well. The so yeah, iPhone 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max, uh, that's what we could expect. And um, I want to talk about the main main event, but uh, I'm going to have to end off this segment because it's 60 minutes already. So, yeah, I have to end off this segment real quick. So hold up. Okay, there we go. So we're in a new segment now. Um, so now let's talk about the main event at this event, which is the... Which is... Uh, the Apple AR VR headset, Apple Vision, Apple View, probably going to be called. And um, this thing is, uh, this thing I'm expecting out of this event as a one more thing um, at this event because, you know, it's a big new product that Apple's going to be announcing. And um, yeah, it's going to be uh, very exciting that it's going to be an entire new product that will be announced by Apple. And so we could see it at this event. And um, it's uh, potentially going to be, it's going to have, obviously, like, some very insane technology. It's going to have a chip that's rumored to be, uh, like, it's going to be rumored to be, like, it's going to have, like, two processors. And, um, yeah, it's going to be pretty insane. And uh, we could potentially see a preview of it at this event. It's going to be kind of like how Apple has handled a couple other products in their past, where um, pretty much uh, back in 2007... They announced the original iPhone on January 9th, 2007, but didn't actually launch it until June 29th, 2007. Um, and then uh, in 2000 or 20, I think it was, yeah, 2014, um, Apple and, or, uh, excuse me, 2010. <laughs> what, how did I skip over 2010? 2010, we got, obviously, the original iPad announced on January 27th. Um, but then it wasn't launched until April 3rd, um, uh, 2010. And so uh, that was pushed back by a lot. And then the uh, original Apple Watch was announced in September, uh, September 9th, 2014, alongside the iPhone 6. But it wasn't launched until all the way in April, in April of 2015, which is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven months seven months uh back yeah it's um it was very much pushed back and uh the original and then the original home pod was announced on june 5th of 2017 alongside the alongside uh, wwdc 2017 but wasn't it was supposed to originally launch in december of 2017 but wasn't launched until february of 2018 and um so yeah, there's been a lot of products that was announced, but then uh, didn't release until a couple months later. This is probably gonna be one of those where we don't see where we um see it at this event, but we don't see it in our hands until potentially early twenty twenty three or maybe in later part of twenty twenty two, like very late twenty twenty two. Um, so we could see it um. At the, at the September event, or maybe we could potentially see a preview of it in at WWDC, but it doesn't ship until December, along with the Mac Pro. And so, 
yeah, that's uh, potentially going to happen as well. So, yeah, that's what we could expect at the September event. And um, now, October, October, we could see um, an event this month um, in October. But, um, I mean, we've gotten through most of the Mac stuff. So, I honestly don't think we could even see an October event this year. Not even going to lie, we could potentially not even see an October event this year. But um, if we do, we might, just might see, like, um, maybe an M2 Pro and M2 Max chip. But that wouldn't really make sense because, well, that would be before even the Mac Pro gets announced or Mac Pro officially releases. And so why would the, why would they announce newer technology before the Mac Pro releases? Like, it's, yeah. But, yeah, we could maybe see an October event, but I don't really see a purpose of it, so... Yeah, anyway, that is uh, what we could potentially see from Apple in 2022. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I've, this is definitely the longest podcast episode we have ever done. And uh, yeah, I uh, I am definitely going to need a break. I definitely need, going to need a break after this because this is, this, is this is probably the most hardest podcast episode to make because after the first segment, after st- Stopped stopping to talk for or stop talking for a while. My ears started ringing, and so yeah, definitely needed a bit of a break after that. But yeah, anyway, that's it. See you guys later. Um, bye.